What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. everyone welcome to the 69th edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john and i'm here with my co-host matthew white and we are here to bring to you all things sports matthew how's everything going with you oh it's pretty good perfect good how's everything going with you it's going well going well we made it through the week it is friday shout out to uh is it carly black that had that terrible song it was a very very bad song you know, yeah, my goodness. Very, I think she ended song. up having a song that came out like recently again. There's no way. Uh, another like one of those annoying viral songs that <laughs> came out recently. I believe. Oh it. my goodness. Uh, let's just. Uh, are you enjoying this weather that we're having right now? Oh, very much so. Perfect. That's good to hear. You feeling better? Oh yeah, no, I'm out here now, man. You know the the knee is okay. Back to full strength. The ankle is okay right now yeah okay so you're back to full strength uh there's some guys in the M- nba finals that are not full strength no we will get into that we'll also get into other things in the nba finals we're going to talk about your st louis blues there we go <laughs> there we go your st louis blues in the nhl stanley cup finals and then we have nfl news also we have our jumping champ of the week our reddit or our sports free zone and then our reddit topic of the week mm-hmm. let's give a teaser for the reddit topic of the week oh uh, mine has to do with a step back three pointers perfect and people that hit a lot of them or shoot a lot of them <laughs> yeah. mine has to do with um that trade that was made several years ago between the brooklyn nets and the boston celtics okay. and uh what can possibly happen during this off season? So those are our teasers for the Reddit top of the week. Just want to remind you all to subscribe to our podcast on the platform of your choice. And those includes anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Just want to remind you all to also follow us on our social media platforms on facebook and instagram it is at the sports reality and then on twitter it is sports underscore reality underscore i want to give a quick shout out to our boy bernard samuel some and nil Uh, i was on their podcast episode this week of shut your face we spoke about the nba finals we did a dallas cowboys preview and we spoke about the greatest nba players of all time um you got to check it out check out their greatest one it was good controversial of course um so listen to their um greatest top they did just top five Mm. so listen to their top five greatest nba players 
and then listen to the episode that I'm on where we have like a basically like a I guess you could say like a review a discussion about it so make sure you check them out uh, they're available on I know at the moment Spotify I know Apple Podcasts but just ch- um, just Google shut your face podcast let's now get into our hurry up offense and talk about your boy Anthony Joshua Hatchway take a or is that not your boy I don't know <laughs> I like uh what's my I prefer the uh Andy Ruiz Re- Ruiz <laughs> Jr. I'm not I didn't know who that dude was <laughs> I like uh Tyson Fury and the other guy yeah. <laughs> uh, Deontay Wilder yeah. oh man well yes Anthony Joshua world famous British heavyweight boxer Mm -hmm. i think he won gold in the london games that's kind of gave him the fame uh, and the notoriety had his first match in the united states at madison square garden in new york city his previous opponent i can't remember if it was a drug violation or if it was an injury with the previous opponent but the previous opponent was not available to fight so then on one month notice Andy Ruiz Jr. from Mexico wild decided he's going to fight the world champion the champion that has three of the four belts <laughs> in one month's notice of course he's like look this is a big payday mm-hmm. but not only that I think I could beat him that's what he thought and that's exactly what he ended up doing he ended up beating him by knockout in surprising fashion. 25 to 1 underdog? <laughs> yes. Huge w- underdog. Very huge underdog. Meaning, if you had put $100 down, you would have won 2500 correct? I believe so, yeah. Yes, if my math is correct. Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> if the, my the math is out. correct. Oh, my goodness. Now, every, a lot of the boxing experts did say that Anthony Joshua had a glass jaw. Okay, well, you, it it would appear that way, <laughs> but he was he was eating them. He was eating them. He was. He, I mean, he was getting hit. I mean, like, it, it, that it, last round when he went down, he definitely was getting rocked a little. bit. Did he bit. get knocked down what three or four times? Uh, I saw the last two knockdowns. I think he got knocked down three times. Dang. I might be also wrong. It might have been four, but definitely three at the minimum. He was knocked down. And uh, he didn't look good in his first match in the United States of America. And now everyone who was hoping for the Wilder Joshua fight. My goodness, you got to wait for a while if it ever happens. May not happen now. Because Wilder is going to fight Fury. Before Fury, Wilder is fighting someone, Mm. then Fury. But now Joshua with his loss. They did announce there's going to be the rematch. Has to be a rematch. So he will be fighting has to be uh, Ruiz Jr. again. And if he wins that, then he probably has to fight someone else before he even gets to Wilder. So we may not even see the super fight that we were all waiting for. But for those that don't know, just Google an image of Andy Ruiz Jr. My man does not look like the heavyweight champion of the world. He, he fought like him that night, though. Perfect. Do you know what his pre-fight meal consists of? What was it? Something amazing? Steak and Snickers. Oh, that is disgusting. You don't want both of them at the same time. Hey. You got to spread them out. But for those, I also got to give credit to Andy Ruiz Jr. 
because do you know what his record was or what it is right now? What is it? His record. 34 total fights, 33 wins, one losses on 22 knockouts. Okay. So it wasn't like <laughs> they found some bum on the street. They didn't find a random. <laughs> he was a random on the, in the, you could say, you could say he was a random by the casual boxer. But those who are really in the know of boxing knew who he was. So, yes, it is. Whew, this is going to be interesting. He now is pretty much. I mean, he has three of the four belts. But when you have three of the four, you're pretty much the world champion. You got a lot of them. <laughs> you're pretty much the world champion. Wilder's the only one. I think he has the WBC or the WBO, one of them. Other news. Your St. Louis Blues. They're up 3-2 in the Stanley Cup Finals. Game 6 is on, I think it's on Sunday. Game 6 is on Sunday. Are your Blues going to close it out? Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. 100%. Your St. Louis Blues may actually win it. They had a great bounce that went their way last night against the Bruins in Boston. Mm-hmm. And they were up 2-1 in the third period. And then there was a no call, a tripping no call, which didn't, which then led to them scoring their second goal. Boston scored one goal later, but didn't have enough to tie the game up in the third period. And then also, Boston Bruins fans, they can never stay classy. There was a video that went viral of <laughs> Boston Bruins fans fighting each other in the crowd. And then, of course, it was like perfect timing. Guess what song started playing when they started fighting? I'll give you three chances. I'll give you a clue because it is a wrestling song. But I'll give you a clue. Uh, that's the only clue I'll give you. A wrestling song. A wrestling in- entrance, entrance. Oh, was song. it the Stone Cold Steve Austin? Like, uh, what is it? Like, <sighs> It's like a glass. Uh, it's yeah. like a glass break, right? Perfect. That <laughs> yep, was it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the fight Come starts. Come on, don't play with me. <laughs> the fight starts, and I hear broken glass. Oh, and Stone Cold dang. Steve Austin. That's the greatest music in. to have a fist fight to outside somewhere. <laughs> I assume. And I was just like, "Yo, did they see these dudes fighting and then played it? There's no way they could have seen them because they were in the nosebleeds of the nosebleeds." Like one of the last rows of the arena, uh, but yeah, it was a it was a TV timeout when this happened, and uh, yeah, let's just say Boston, Boston's just Boston, as you can see. Let's now get into the NBA. How much of the NBA Finals have you been watching, Matthew? Oh, uh, decent amount, and I've seen like reruns of all the games perfect see that that's why i know you're a true friend fan because you actually watch the reruns like i'll definitely watch at the bare minimum all the offensive highlights of uh important game okay see a lot of people say oh you didn't watch the game game oh you're not a fan uh i did not watch game three i was at the gym playing i was at the gym playing basketball i'd rather play basketball unless it was a deciding game which it wasn't seven you know And even then, it has to be Game 7 in the finals for me to say, like, okay, I'm not going to play basketball. I'm going to watch this game. But anyways, series, three games have been played. It is a 2-1 
Toronto Raptors lead over the Golden State Warriors. Game four is tonight. Before we give our prediction for game four, we will recap games one through three, starting with game one in Toronto, which was last Thursday. The Raptors won that game 118-109 behind Pascal Siakam's 32-point game. He scored 32 points from 14 to 17 from the field. Out of like I really like Pascal Siakam. That was a very, very big game from him. He normally don't score like that. Perfect. You're right about that. It was definitely out of body. Uh Kawhi- He's very good though. Kawhi Leonard had a pedestrian Kawhi Leonard game. 23 points. But Mark Gasol had 20 points. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry had seven. Danny Green had 11. He actually made an appearance. And Fred Fred Van Vliet off the bench had 15 uh, had 15 points. But when we go to the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry did have 34 points, but eight for 18 from the field. Then Klay Thompson had 21. Draymond Green had a triple-double, but it was not a Draymond Green triple-double in my mm-hmm. opinion. It was just not a Draymond Green triple double and they didn't really get much help off of the bench and i i just think game one they they came out a little flat yeah they came out flat from being on that nine day rest and the 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 raptors they only had five days but hey it was five days is less than nine and then of course having the home crowd the first finals game in canadian history so that was a big thing that it, it 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 occurred that night Raptors end up winning that game. Then let's move on to game two. And that was the game that President Obama was in attendance. He came through? Yeah, President Obama got a standing ovation from the Toronto fans. Barry O? (laughs) He was there. He sat with Adam Silver. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Oh, let's go back to game one, though, real quick. Okay. After the game. What happened after the game? Drake. Your boy Drake was out here what? talking oh. big trash. Huge amounts of trash. To, <laughs> to Draymond Green and Steph Curry. Huge amounts of trash. He picked out a lint that uh, some lint that was in Steph Curry's hair right after the game was talking trash. Put it on eBay. Uh, he even oh, he even had a Dell Curry Raptors jersey Autographed. on. Autographed Dell Curry Raptors jersey on. By the way, he did have a wristband to cover up the Durant and Steph Curry tattoos that I'm he had. I'm glad that you called attention to that. Perfect. Like, yeah. that's that's lame. That happened. Like, that's lame. We didn't forget about that, Drake. Like, and see, that's the problem with Drake. You out here fans of so many people, and now your, your team, your city is in the finals, and now you're trying to, you know, you try and cape for them. Dog, I, Drake is the ultimate sports fan. Um, you saw he did Anthony Joshua. That, look, look, <laughs> you that's saw true. It just happened. We we did say the Drake curse may be over, nope. but we don't know uh-huh. yet. <laughs> we don't know yet because uh-huh. Anthony a- Joshua did ask lose. him if it's over. Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, so that that taunting happened. Then we moved the game to. We mentioned Barack Obama was in attendance. It was a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Crowd was lit. Then you had Kevon Looney go down. For the for the Warriors, it looks like it's a broken collarbone. the The Raptors were up by seven points at halftime. Everything's going well, but then the third period, third quarter started, <laughs> and that's the Warriors' quarter. The Warrior, look, I don't, I know it's easier said than done, but 
I, I can't see how I can't see why NBA teams just can't figure out that yo, if we actually have a good third quarter against the Warriors, we might actually win the game. Warriors started that quarter on an 18-0 run. Yep. And from that point, Raptors were trying to claw their way back. And then it came to the fourth quarter. Clay Thompson goes down with an injury. Pulled hamstring. We obviously don't have Kevin Durant in the lineup. He didn't play game one. Didn't play game two. Actually hasn't played all the series. We'll get into him later. But we have that happen. Then the Raptors decide to run a box in one. Gotta do it sometimes. Against Steph Curry. And it worked. I don't care what anyone says. Steph Curry said it was janky. You know, all the NBA Twitter people were like, oh, how can you run a box in one? Like, you're a terrible coach, Nick Nurse, for even trying to think about this. Like, what are you thinking? And the Warriors did not score for about six minutes. It's a very, very long time to not score. (laughs) Not only, but the big problem for the Raptors was the Raptors weren't scoring either during this time. It's hard to run it up. And they, but they got really close. Kyle Lowry fouled out, which we got to talk about, you know, later with Kyle Lowry. How many games has he fouled out this postseason? A couple. It's like a few. three, probably. Yeah. It's more than two. <laughs> and when you're starting point guard, you can't be fouling out. It's one thing if you're the starting center that has, you know, people coming at you all the time. Yeah, you're probably going to foul. But when you're the starting point guard, like, come on, dog. You can't be fouling out all the time. But anyways, he fouled out that game. And I thought that was key. Because if they just had another offensive weapon out there, they probably would have had a chance. But they did the boxing one coming down. I think there's a, there's like a five-second differential on the shot clock and the game clock. Steph Curry gets trapped in the corner. He somehow gets an open window, and he tries to pass to Sean Livingston. But Kawhi Leonard is in the passing lane. And honestly, I believe that Kawhi Leonard... After seeing that play, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard is really banged up. Everyone's banged up right now in the but NBA Finals, but he is really banged up because if a somewhat healthy Kawhi Leonard was able to see that pass coming, it would have been stolen. He would have been going the opposite way, might have been shooting two free throws, might have even had an and one, might have even pulled up for a three to win the game Who knows? In, in, in regulation. Anything could have happened. But shout out to Sean Livingston. He stepped in. He did what every coach tells you in a passing drill. Step into the pass. And when you're there and you hear a coach say that, you're like, why am I stepping into the pass? You remember your coaches telling you that before? Yeah. And you're just like, well, why would I step? I'm here. I'm, you know, the pass needs to get to me so I can do what I'm doing. No. Yeah. Sean Livingston stepped in. Fundamentals. Was able to get the pass. Then was able to pass to Andre Iguodala, who was wide open because of the box and one. It really because the pass wasn't stolen. Should have been stolen. It, it should have been stolen, but it wasn't. Iguodala's there. Iguodala literally has all night to shoot the ball. However, there's a five-second differential on the shot clock, and they're only up by two points. Iguodala's not a good three-point shooter. We not know the this. best. Not the best. Good at a lot of things. If he shoots the ball and they miss... Raptors get the ball. They can call timeout, advance to half court. You have about four to five seconds to run a play to tie the game or win it. Mm -hmm. Or he could just run the clock down and play defense. 
or run it down and throw it up at the last second. So, of course, the ball hits the rim. It's still bouncing. It's still in the air. You got to get the rebound. No. Iguodala shoots the ball from the wing. Hits its swish. They go up by five. Game is over. They go back to the Bay with a 1-1 series. Mm -hmm. Then we get the bad news. Klay Thompson is out. (laughs) Or, you know, at the time he wasn't out, but... They're saying he could possibly come back, especially how the game was on Wednesday. Uh, game two was on Sunday. Game three is on Wednesday. Wednesday night before the game, it's announced Clay Thompson can't play. And your boy, Steph Curry. He went off. He went bananas. He went bananas. 47 points. The problem was. <laughs> the problem was the rest of the team did nothing. DeMarcus Cousins, who actually had a very good game, too. Yeah, but he still can't move. And that's a big problem. I think after all that exhaustion that he, he all that, you know, all that play, all those minutes. Exertion. That, exertion. Thank you. I was looking for the, the correct word. Well, all those minutes that he exerted on the basketball court, I think it came back to haunt him in game three. Mm-hmm. Then, obviously, when Clay Thompson wasn't there. You have now Quentin Cook in the starting lineup. Oh, no, it was Sean Livingston in the starting lineup, which means you're not going to have him on the bench. And Quinn Cook, who had a very good game, too, hit three threes in the fourth quarter in uh, in game two, didn't play well in game three. You want to hit a stat line for the rest of the players outside of Steph Curry in their next game? Yes. Draymond Green. 17 points, six for 14 from the field. But he only had seven rebounds, four assists. And I say only because that's not a Draymond Green game. Mm-hmm. Iguodala, 11 points on four of eight shooting. Sean Livingston, four points on one of four shooting. DeMarcus Cousins, four points on one of seven shooting. Also only played 19 minutes because he suffered an injury. And to be honest, have we really heard anything about the uh, DeMarcus Cousins injury mm-hmm. from that night? No. Yeah, because... uh it was like he left the game, haven't really heard anything. And we'll get into why we think we haven't heard much about these injuries with all the other things that happened in game three. Uh, so that happened. But then when we go to the Toronto Raptors, do you know who had probably, he had a renaissance game? Who? Danny Green. He's back out here. <laughs> Six for 10 from three-point land. Ended up with 18 points. Marcus Gasol had 17 points. Pascal Siakam had 18 points. Kyle Lowry. 23 points on 8 for 16, which is a 50% field goal percentage. He hit five three-pointers. Lots off, of threes. Off the bench, Van Vliet had 11 points. Sergi Baca had six points and six blocks. A lot of blocks. Not only that, the Raptors had, as a team that night... They were part of the 40, 50, 90 club. Oh, my God. 40% from you three. You can't lose. 50% from the field overall and 90% from the free throw line in a game. An entire team had that stat line. You can't be beaten. What? Yeah, you you can't. That 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 You're going to win. You're going to win every yeah. game if you play that way. Every single one. <laughs> so now, tonight is game four. Oh, before we even get into that. There was some drama that that occurred. Mm-hmm. K 
Kyle Lowry in the fourth quarter was diving for a loose ball courtside, landed among a group of courtside patrons. And this guy, who was two seats away from Kyle Lowry, decided to shove Lowry. Lowry gave him a look. Lowry then spoke to the officials to have them have that handled. Security came out, escorted the man out. Less than 12 hours later, Mm -hmm. we find out that that man that shoved Kyle Lowry is a minority owner of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, how? (laughs) Like, (laughs) what makes you think that you could just be out here pushing other players? I mean, pushing players and you're a minority owner of an NBA team. Take a like, like what? What's <laughs> we know what's going through his mind? Obviously, though, like he felt entitled. He felt that I can push. I person. can do this. I'm sitting courtside. I paid for these seats, mm-hmm. and then not only that, Kyle Lowry said throughout the game he was told him to go f himself <laughs> quite a few times. That happened. He was escorted out the NBA swiftly. Less than 24 hours after the game. Very quickly. Banned. Well, before that, the Warriors said, look, he's banned or he's suspended for the rest of the finals. Mm-hmm. Then the NBA came out and said, okay, he is going to be suspended for the entire 1920 season mm-hmm. and will be fined $500,000. There we Perfect. go. Like, shout out to Adam Silver and the rest of the nba who came out with that suspension that is the only way you're going to punish someone of his caliber who is a billionaire he is one of the he's in the top thousand when it comes to wealth we're talking about the one percent of the one percent of the one percent of the one percent probably if i do the math if i do the math if i do the math correctly so do you think the nba did enough you you agree with that i mean that's like kind of the most you could possibly do like like other than like you know firing him or whatever making him like sell his shares but yeah i think you know i think they did enough i i I think they did enough and i i ended up tweeting i was like look man what is the nba gonna do you know and then they responded pretty quickly not responded to me responded in general by coming down with the suspension and the fine pretty quickly and um to be honest i'm cool with it i also would have been cool with it if like you said they said hey you got to divest and we got to get rid of your Mm -hmm. your stake in the team you cannot do this if they even said look it's a lifetime ban i'd have been cool with that because at the end of the day a team owner is supposed to be held at a higher standard than your regular joe schmo who's at the game that's what they say and if people are getting Lifetime bans from, you know, the NBA for using racial slurs or just taunting on a whole upset, um, excessive taunting. I I think as an owner, if you push a player, someone who is the reason why the league is in business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need it. This needs to be handled quite swiftly. And I would have been cool. I'd have been cool with if they said, hey, it's a lifetime ban. I'd have been cool with that, but I'm, I'm cool with this this uh, outcome that came out of it. Now, the other thing that happened, also game three, Jay Z and Beyonce were sitting courtside at the game. Mm-hmm. Camera caught a woman talking to 
Jay-Z. The only problem was Beyonce was in between both of them. She was leaning over. It, from what the cameras show, looks like Beyonce was a little frustrated that this woman was leaning over. She even did the passive aggressive like scoot over to like get her space. Well, the beehive did what the beehive does. They somehow found this woman on social media. And I say somehow because it was brought to our attention that this woman is the wife of the majority owner of the Warriors. Okay. (laughs) The one, the guy who really owns the team. And they ended up going on her social media pages, started putting B emojis. But not only that, started actually giving death threats and you know other you know threats to her life and all sorts of stuff sounds like beyonce fans perfect and yes to the point that now the the woman nicole kieran the wife of joe lakeham lakeham the owner of the golden state warriors she suspended or she shut down uh or she disabled she disabled her social media pages there has been a report by BSO that Beyonce's publicist has asked that Beyonce fans not do this to her or anyone else. But that I only saw that from BSO, so I don't know if that even happened. <laughs> if that was a real thing or not. Perfect. It'd have been great if Beyonce herself actually speaks up on this stuff. Never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen, but it'd be cool if she would be like, Look, man, it's not that serious. Chill now out. now Nicole Kieran, you know what she said? She said, I literally spoke to them twice. They were our guest during the game, but obviously it's loud. She said, I was leaning over to ask Jay-Z what he wanted to drink because they were about to order drinks. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I read on the internet. He was trying to get vodka soda with lime. Vodka, exactly. And then when she said it, I say, you know what? They showed the clip again. I say, either she's a great liar where she came up with that real quick or... She's telling the truth because when you look back at like their mouth, like that's what she's trying to that's get. That's exactly. She's he's like vodka, and vodka and soda, and then she's like with lime, and he's like yeah with lime. Now of course the big issue still comes with Beyonce's reaction to it. And to be honest, this is where I fought. I fought Beyonce. Oh, see, look, I was gonna go the other way with this one. I was actually gonna agree with Beyonce. Jay Z has a, a track record with white women. Perfect. <laughs> like she was probably you know. A little upset, like you can't, what? That's well. Then I have a water. That look and see. This is what when it comes to infidelity. That's between you and your your spouse or partner. She didn't know those cameras were on her. <laughs> and now exactly, she didn't know those cameras were on okay, her. So this is the thing with these ISO cameras. Cameras on you all the time. Yeah. And constantly. all they did, all they did was during the TV timeout, went back and was like, "Oh, this is what happened during some point in the game." And of course, when they came back from the TV timeout, they showed Beyonce and Jay Z. It wasn't a live nope. footage, <laughs> a live feed nope. of what happened. So, look, when you are in a situation like that, that is something you got to be mindful of. That the camera is always on you. At the same time, I can understand where it could be a little <laughs> like frustrating. But at the and then also, you are sitting courtside. Have you sat courtside at an NBA game? Never ever. It's very tight true they're packed in there they're packed in there like space space is not one of the amenities of courtside seats because because the amenity is you are sitting courtside unless you're sitting on the 
bench side of the floor, those seats are a little more spacious. But on the other side of the floor, they're not. I've sat courtside a couple times. It's super tight. Even for me, who is only like 5'7", it's extremely tight. So she was leaning over. Beyonce was frustrated. All of that happened. The beehive went after her. Internet terrorist. (laughs) The beehive has to probably be one of the worst fan bases. They're terrorists. They're like, you know, they don't. What is they're, they? They cyber bully people. <laughs> the Beehive has to be on the level of like Boston sports fans. Okay, now you're being Dallas ridiculous. Cowboys fans. Now you're being and ridiculous. Uh, what do you mean? Boston. Okay, maybe Dallas Cowboys fans. Boston sports fans are the worst people in the world. It's like don't be rude. Boston fans from Boston. <laughs> oh man, I don't. I don't know, man. The Beehive. The Beehive, I think, is on the level of the Boston sports. They're fan. running your DMs crazy and Perfect. in your comments and in your internet stuff. But this Boston even, fans fist fight you in real life. I'm about to I'm about to read you a tweet from someone who spoke about the issue with the owners uh, Nicole Karen, owner's wife, talking to uh jay-z i I want you to really (laughs) this is about to be outlandish whatever jeremy is about to pull up on his phone is about to be just outlandish man how far how long ago did i uh oh here it is here it comes it's not what nicole curate and i'm gonna put her name out there uh (laughs) at ronda oh my god racha r-o-n-d-a-r-a-c-h-a Listen to what she said. It's not that Nicole Kieran spoke to Jay-Z. It's the microaggressive and disrespectful way in which she did so. It discounted Bay, And that is sadly a way too common a practice against black women. It's not cute or coquettish. Maybe I, I butchered that word. Is that is that I'm, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's disrespectful, and most women wouldn't be okay with it. Mind you, mind you, the reason why Jay Z and Beyonce were in those exact seats. It wasn't that Jay Z and Beyonce couldn't get seats to the game. No, they could sit anywhere. anywhere. But the reason why they were in those exact seats is because Joe Lacob, the owner. Of the team and his wife and his wife invited them to sit next to them, and when they asked them for a drink, so so this this Jeremy, look, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything too crazy because this just seems like an outlandish situation. Like this is like literally like if you and Rosie went out with like Christina and like her boyfriend. And y'all ask them for drinks. Perfect. You exactly. know what I'm saying? It's exactly. The same thing. People are being ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Ridiculous on the internet. Because it's Beyonce, and people are ridiculous for people that said how like. she discounted Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. No, her fan like her fans are the worst because they write so many stupid things like that. I, look, I don't know. That, I mean, that happens though. Look. What she said happens. This is not one of those times that that happened. Perfect. Thank you. Thank <laughs> like, you. Absolutely. Everything she says is true. It happens in life. All the time. But not, like, I don't know. This is not the situation that it happened. I don't think so. Beyonce could have been annoyed for a thousand different things. And you we've seen Beyonce sit courtside. Sometimes she looks zooted. 
Sometimes she's like, we all been there, man. Look, and, and maybe look, this is just me speculating. Maybe that's why she was angry. <laughs> she's just like, look, where, where was that game? In, in Oakland. Look, you already know about the uh, what comes from that area of the country. <laughs> it's very potent. Might have just been, you know, tired of people being next to her, making all that rah rah noise. She might just wanted chill out, watch the game. Jay Z's probably talking. the one that's like, "Yo, let's go to the game." <laughs> She's probably like, oh, "Oh my god, man, I gotta get dressed. <laughs> I think I gorilla glue out here. I'm not trying to move." <laughs> so yeah, so that people were actually doing think pieces about how disrespectful Joe Lacob's wife was to Beyonce for asking Jay-Z what he wanted to trade. Like, Jeremy, like, you cannot make too much sense at Beyonce fans when stuff like this happens. Like, absolutely. Like, she looked annoyed for sure. Was it her asking him for a drink? I don't know. I don't think so, though. And, and like Nicole Karen said, she said it was so loud in there. That's why she kept on leaning over because she's like, yo, I really can't hear what you're saying. It was the NBA Finals game. Yes. <laughs> Should have been like a rock concert in there. <laughs> Anyways, who would have thought we'd have spent this long oh talking about Beyonce, Beyonce and her terrible during the NBA Finals and her awful fans. <laughs> Perfect. Other NBA news. Uh, there was a trade yesterday. Uh, Alan Crabb. Yeah, Alan Crabb and two first rounders from the Nets are going to Atlanta. Poor, Atlanta. Poor Alan Crabb. Atlanta sends Torian Prince and a future draft pick. This is a move to clear cap space for Kyrie. So, uh, and that's what's word on the street is that Kyrie Irving is uh, one of their or is their top priority. Number one. If they are able to with this trade, they now have space to. Resign D'Angelo Russell and a max player, Let's get or it. two max players oh without D'Angelo Russell. The ma- the max backcourt of D'Angelo Russell and Kyrie Irving would honestly make me so sad because that's supposed to be the Lakers backcourt coming up. Because Kyrie's supposed to go back home to LA, and D'Angelo would just be there waiting for him. But if it happens in the Knicks, that would be great because I think they would just or the Nets. Maybe. The Nets, yeah, my bad. Like they would just play no defense, not no defense, but. Neither one of them are going to play too much defense, and the offensive like it would be it would be offensive showing every night. Perfect. It would be great. It'll be entertaining. Dynamic. I'll say that it will just be entertaining. They might they're going to need some help to get some wins. Oh no, some, no, no, yeah, they're some not legit wins. They still got Jared, Jared, what is it, my man Jared Allen, the Samurai Jack. He's going to be back there, right? block <laughs> some shots. There is Karis Levert, who mm-hmm. if he progresses the way he progresses, he's a good defensive player. He should be good. Uh, but what are they gonna do with? St- I think Spencer Dinwiddie would be out. They did just sign. Hold on, they just signed him to a lot. He's not, he, he can't go anywhere. Or a decent sized contract. It's like four or fifty million dollars. Yeah, he ain't gonna know. Backup point guard for sure. Backup guard off the bench. Nah, I think he's getting traded, dog. I don't know. That's a lot of money for a backup point guard. I mean, he was the backup. I mean, point guard. twelve million for. He's a back- the backup point guard already. I like, know. He don't start already. I know he's the back. That's true. No, he that's doesn't true. start. <laughs> but that's his normal contract for him coming off the bench. He did cash out. Yeah. What? <laughs> it might be excessive, but he was also almost he was uh, in the running for most improved player last year. He was. He was. Other NBA news: uh, John Morant had uh, point guard had a had a knee scope over the weekend. They say he should be ready before uh, summer. Uh, Summer game, summer league. He'll be. I th- that, that's gonna be fun. That's my fa- one of my favorite times of year. Now, does this scare you? No. <laughs> if I'm the Grizzlies, no. Yeah. No, not at all. Picking them twice. And then also other NBA news. 
quickly before we get on to the NFL, the New York Knicks have put it out there that trading down from the third pick is an option. Oh, let's get it. I already don't want R.J. Barrett up there. So on my other podcast, because I am the Quavo of podcasts, Perfect. I will jump on any track or like anything or like, or like <laughs> pause <laughs> or like um uh what's his name Lil Wayne would say I'd jump on anybody track hit that with that Wayne train that's me I'll hop on any podcast on my other podcast the DMV dispute Jeremy wrote that one last week he's been queuing it up just waiting for today perfect perfect <laughs> <laughs> on uh, DMV dispute we uh discussed that. Should the Wizards start the rebuild by trading Bradley Beal to acquire for the fourth the, the fourth, fourth overall pick. pick? Okay, let's get it. Mitchell Robinson. Let's get it. Obviously, you'll probably have to get Neil Aquina. Let's get it. And probably even Kevin Knox to get some con. And obviously, there'll be a trade exception involved. Sure. Because you still can't get the contracts nope. to match. Not going to happen. But... If you're a Wizards fan, and you are, that's your that's your second team. Absolutely. I mean, it's your home team. As but long you're... as they're not playing the Lakers, yeah. I want the Wizards to win. So, should the Wizards really give that call to the Knicks and say, hey, we're interested, and we're, we want, you know, Mitchell Robinson, Neil Aquina, Knox, this, this first-round draft pick, and a future first-round draft pick? So... What would be like the what, what I think the most Nick possible thing to do would be for them to trade try to trade for John Wall and then send uh, Bradley Bill to the Lakers, just get both of those, get the three and the four, you know what I'm saying, and just yeah go full rebuild. Bradley Bill out of here, Are you Wall about out of here, yeah, everybody. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Because Wall to the Knicks, you know, like that they don't they already don't like that third pick, you know what I'm saying? So like waiting a year for. Potential all-star point guard that's coming off injury. It's kind of nicky to do. So you're you're saying I'm on board that the Knicks may actually contemplate and see. This is the thing because free agency is after the draft. Yeah. You think the Knicks? If they're not getting Zion, what they don't they don't care. If they're, they're already not getting Zion. They're not getting John Morant. I'm, I don't want R.J. Barrett. You know what I'm saying? If those are my other two, if like if I've been tanking for a year uh-huh. and I don't end up with one of those two, all right, let's let's try to get a star. Let's try to get John Wall next year. Okay. Now we we've, we failed to mention this during the NBA Finals part of this. Uh, Kevin Durant still hasn't played in the NBA Finals, and he's already been ruled out for Game Four already. And they're down two injuries more. worse <laughs> than what we originally expected. Uh, well, we personally oh, no. okay, yeah, have been us, saying. But- yeah, yeah, it we have been bad. We've been saying that it might have been an Achilles strain, strain, and not a calf strain, which are two different injuries. Both are bad, but one is exponentially worse. Keep than your the other. fingers crossed for a strain and no tears. Yes, you and know you know, Kevin Durant has always been rumored that he was going to go to the New York Knicks. Not looking promising now. But if they were to do that with, if I don't know, the Knicks. <sighs> Other than it being New York, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm not going to. Who's the Knicks best player? 
Like, all honesty right now, who's the Knicks best player? I almost said someone that wasn't even there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I almost their, said Pazikas. Their best player is Mitchell Robinson. That is not okay. Yeah, it's looking like, like that. That is Mitchell not. Robinson and, and DS, uh, Dennis Scott. Uh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr.? Smith Jr. That is not okay. Like, <sighs> Mitchell Robinson didn't go to college. Like, he's good. I think Mitchell Robinson is very, very good. There's no way he can be the best player on the team. Now, I think with what the Nets are really doing, and we spoke about it several episodes ago, you cannot sleep on the Nets. Oh, no. Because it's still a team in New York. You cannot sleep on the Nets. It's cool New York. <laughs> what? You get all the fun stuff all the fun stuff in Brooklyn? <laughs> we we said you cannot sleep on the Nets. And now the Nets are really making a push. You know, there's a word that Kyrie's been in a, around, I mean, he's from Jersey. Kyrie and KD. Like, they could both go there. That makes more sense than the Knicks. So, what if after all of this... <laughs> after all of this, it might be it might be fine to make that trade for John Wall. And just say, hey, let's suck for another year. We'll get whoever's coming out next year. But we'll then get John Wall back. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But at least we have a star here. Mm-hmm. And then we go from there. It may happen from the net. But... If I'm the Wizards, which we still don't have a general manager yet. They obviously has not, have not gotten to my application. <laughs> uh, well, did you hear who they're thinking about? I thought they were getting the dude that was from... Fuck, where was he? Uh, God damn, it was somewhere out west. Well, I mean, Connolly turned it down, the net. Nuggets. That's who I wanted. And, um, well, they're, they're still trying to get Masai Ujiri oh, out of Toronto. That is who you want. And the reason why they're holding out is they're because in the they're in the finals. And not only that, Masai Ujiri is like the head of NBA Africa. Yeah. And obviously. They have like some games coming up. Soon, I mean, right? the league is coming yeah. up. Yeah. And they're saying that it might be easier for Masai Ujiri to manage that being in Washington D.C. than oh, Toronto. It's lit. Let's get it. And then not only that, do you know who else is gonna possibly be like the commissioner of, or like one of the high advisors of NBA Africa? Um, hold on. What's my man? Spoke name? about him earlier. <sighs> no, who is it? President Obama. Oh, let's get it, Prez. And I was, where, you know who I was gonna say? My man that swindled the uh, big three out of all that money. Who the what's the dude? They used to play for the Spurs. He got a lot of three pointers. He used to be the president of the Big Three, dog. He got like in big oh, trouble. Oh, oh, Roger Mason. There we go. That's who I thought <laughs> hey. it was gonna be. DMVs. He is from scammer. The- <laughs> DMV scammer. He is dog. from the DMV. Oh my! Went God. to good counsel and then Bruh. then uh, started Virginia started swindling. Saudi yes, you're right. You're oil right. Oil billionaires i forgot he did he <sighs> did oh man anyways it. real quick before we move on now the, the interesting thing is though president obama did kind of say he was waiting for the younger daughter to graduate high school which i think she did or she is like currently let's currently get it. her senior year let's get but it. she went to if, prom right yeah she went to prom that was yeah or she was someone's prom going date. to prom she yeah something, something was going she on was someone's prom, prom date because she went to his house there then, we go you know not either way. I mean, she still went to prom. Yeah, she went to prom, and we don't know if President Obama's going to be living in the area he, anymore. Always living there. But I, I feel like in if he's going to be part of this NBA Africa, he probably would. It'll probably be easier 
be in Washington, D.C. I agree. Than really a lot of other cities. Whatever involved. has to happen for us to get that dude. So that's why everyone's hoping that Masai Ujiri is going to be the GM. But I'm not getting my hopes up. Because the Washington way is to just continue with the same old BS. They might rehire Ernie. <laughs> no. Bring him back. Bring say him we back. really couldn't. We couldn't find anyone. Can Sorry, you come, dog. Can you come for a pay cut? I know you still got those tapes. <laughs> that's like I don't they, know what I was thinking. <laughs> that's like what they do to NFL players when they cut them. And then like months later, be like, hey, we'll we'll sign you for half of your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what you got? What you doing? <laughs> hey, big head. <laughs> I hope not. I oh, hope that not. would be the greatest thing. I I would be so sad. <laughs> that would be the, such a Washington thing to do. Oh, though. We're Ernie. talking about the Knicks being dysfunctional. Terrible. Oh, the, wi- okay, the Wizards oh, are right there. That's not yet. We're the, like right there, neck and neck. <laughs> we we are yeah. one bad season away, another okay. bad season away from being there. The Knicks still have a worse owner. They do. The owner is worse. Much worse. We still get like real talk. The only thing Knicks have is literally the name New York. Oh, that's the it. location New York. No, because for some reason people are still going to. I know it's Madison Square Garden. I know that. So yeah. you're going to get people who have never been there who will say, "I'll go to a game just to say I go there." I don't know why they're like so many season ticket holders though. Oh no, yeah, um, their team is so bad. <laughs> so yeah, let's now get into the NFL real quick. Actually, I'm going to table this specific topic in the NFL. It's about Richie Incognito. We'll talk about that next week because I need more time to talk about this one. But uh, real quick, Carson Wentz just signed a four-year extension, mm-hmm. meaning he will be locked up till about 2024 or 25. I can't remember the year. Do you think the Eagles were just too early in re-signing him? Like, Did they need to? I mean, they really. Okay, so he had this year. Like and since he up. was the first, since he was the first round draft pick, they could have picked up his option for next year. Yeah, they, the fifth year early, option. Way too early. They could have then franchised them the sixth year. Way too early. <laughs> they then could have, if they really wanted to, franchise him the seventh year. Way too but early. But that does piss off players. Yeah. And then give him the long term deal. <clears throat> I think it was a little too early. Just a little bit. Like even even if it was one year early, I know the reasoning is. That hey the the market is going so high for quarterbacks that well, lock in let's lock rates. them in now instead of yeah. the, what it will be two years from now, and at some point a team has to take a stand and see this your is gonna, back hurts all the time, bro. I'm not giving you all this money. And see, this is uh, now we're now we're actually getting to colluding. because several teams are going to have to take a stand with these quarterback salaries and say, look. We can't continue giving just a starter $30 because that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. If you are a star in the NFL, you might just make $30 million. Because we're seeing, what is it, 27 for Kirk? Yep. Oh, my God. Eventually, average quarterbacks are going to be getting $30 million to play, play the position. And I know at some point these teams have to take a stand, but obviously then that comes to colluding. And then also, I mean, colluding is never good. Because the problem is, yeah, the Eagles could say, yeah, we're not going to pay you all this money. But then the next team will be like, oh, we'll gladly pay you all this money. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my God. Look at Kirk Cousins. We don't have to go any further than that. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, had no. he still had a couple years on his rookie. He still had a a year, I think, on his rookie deal. Rookie deal that he wasn't making that much. You paid him 
all this money guaranteed, and then a few games into the season, blown knee. We don't even know how he's going to be the rest of his career. But anyways, that that needs to be addressed. Also, Tyreek Hill, he uh, charges have been uh, no charges will be filed, and the investigation has been ruled closed over. Finish finito, so he should be returning to the team. For training camp, he was uh, not with the team. And uh, so he should be back. I just find it. I mean, we always say it. The NFL is not consistent with any punishment. Any yeah. punishment. Uh, they say they they care about crimes against children and women. But then we see that if you're really, really good enough, you'll still be on the field. That that That's pretty much what it is. And, uh, and then if you play for the Dallas Cowboys, you'll somehow get suspended. Perfect. Because... Uh, Roger Goodell has a thing out for the Cowboys for some reason. But anyways, that's just me being a Cowboys fan, right, Matthew? I mean, you're are you still even a Cowboys fan after last season? Like, I don't even know what to classify you as anymore. I mean, uh, the, the, you're the, you're a Cowboys fan leaning towards uh, Cleveland. Perfect, perfect way of description. You know, if uh, Jerry Jones out here starts doing even more reckless uh, off the field things, and you know he's not like getting calmer in his old age uh, yeah 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 you're right about that you're right about that um but yeah also oh talking about the cleveland browns your boy uh baker mayfield what do you do did you please tell me he didn't do anything stupid wildin but somehow because you know not somehow we all know Yo, why what? he is a white quarterback in the nfl you're allowed you will get away with these things uh duke johnson the running back he requested a trade and yeah. that makes me sad i like duke johnson Sources, too many running backs there. They have way too many running backs. Way too many running Sources backs. say that he was actually being shopped before Duke Johnson found out. And then when Johnson found out, he said, well, all right, then yeah, let's, Let make, let, let's make this happen. Trade me. Um, then there's the other sources who say, oh, Duke Johnson just went into the uh, front office and was like, oh, the backfield is crowded. I want out. Yeah. So at OTAs this week, they asked Baker Mayfield about the Duke Johnson situation, and he said, "Oh, it's self-inflicting. He uh, self-inflicted. He's in this situation because he put himself in this situation." Bruh, Baker, you just came off of your rookie season. You got Jer- uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Anthony Callaway. You now have Kareem Hunt. You have Nick Chubb. You have uh, David Njoku. You have a good defense. Simply for this comment, I need to see the Browns in the playoffs. In the playoffs, and him being a Pro Bowl quarterback. And the reason why I say it because he made that comment is you cannot get in other players' business. Like it is a crowded backfield. It's a crowded backfield. Not only that, it's a business. Yeah, you don't talk about other people's contracts or other people's playing situations. And openly say that it's self-inflicted and it's his fault, and he better do what's best for him, Bruh, You better make the playoffs, and you better be a Pro Bowl quarterback. You think they might? Look, I don't know. They might. They might. I'm not saying that it's far fetched, but it better happen. I better not see a sophomore slump. True. Because let's be real, other quarterbacks are not afforded that luxury to talk about other players. Like, even, think about it, even Ben Roethlisberger got some heat for talking about 
Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown. And people hate them. <laughs> and they're, you know, in their contract situation. But somehow Baker Mayfield's a darling. He gets the pass. I just, I mean, we know why he gets the pass, but he gets the pass all the time. Other NFL news before we get out of here: Gerald McCoy signs with the Carolina Panthers. Okay. And they're gonna okay. they're going to that three four set or three four base. But really, I mean, teams have their base defense, but then they are they move around. Teams at this time, I mean, it's not back in the day where you really were strictly in this base defense. Like every NFL team has a package for every set of defense. You have your nickel, you have your three four, your four three, your uh forty six that some teams even play to this day, your amoeba defense. They have all of that right now. So, uh, so we're gonna see how. Gerald McCoy plays. He stayed within the division, leaving the Bucks, but now, or they released him in Tampa, but now he'll be playing with the Carolina Panthers. Let's now get into our championship of the week. Every cele- every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matthew, who is your champ of the week? Uh, my champ of the week, um, it's, a, it's a couple people, but I'm going to give it to to Drake Canada and Max Kellerman. Baby want to chill. Pretty much for just, you know, Max Kellerman for calling Kawhi Leonard being absurdly good before this like right when this run was starting. Uh-huh. Uh Canada just for having the Raptors and Drake for calling Draymond Green a trash can even though I don't really agree with it or in television. True. True. I'll- that is why basketball is the greatest sport. True. Like, amazing. You do not have this access on any other sport. Nope. Drake's not courtside any other sport screaming at one of your favorite players and calling him a trash can. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, My uh, champ of the week goes to Rachel Garcia. Baby, want a champ. Standout pitcher for UCLA women's softball. She pitched a 10-inning shutout okay. and hit the walk-off Whoa. home run Whoa. to Whoa. move on into the college world series Whoa! i don't know what else happened from the rest of the way but when you have a game like that that's pretty good that's all that matters so shout out to rachel garcia she is my champ of the week who is now your champ of the week oh mark stevens you're a champ. yes we forgot to say his name during yeah. the segment but what? yes mark stevens whole name you know what I'm saying? The the that was the Warriors uh, my, minority owner that pushed Kyle Lowry. That is ridiculous. That was so crazy. Could you like just fool? It. Like I don't I don't know. Like I understand that somebody like flew into a chair next to you, and that's like you know a little startling. But you can't just push people. Perfect. Like what if he pushed you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what? Exactly. What if Kyle Lowry pushed him back? A lot. Look. And I just found out about this documentary. It's on uh, Showtime. Mm-hmm. It's called Quiet Storm, but it's about Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, and just, you know, his life. Oh, does he talk about the malice? Yes, oh, they talk it about it. So now good. I need, I don't think True. I have Showtime. So now yeah. I need to figure out it's on the who internet. has Showtime. It's on the internet. True, I could probably find it. And I got to watch that. because the, And then they also talk about the mental health thing. But let's be real. What happened with Kyle Lowry and Matt and Stevens could have easily been a malice in the palace. Like, that's how close these things happen. (laughs) And I can't remember who said it on the radio. I think it was uh, Patrick Maurer. Or what they say? Patrick Moa. Of 
of uh, the rap on uh, XM Mad Dog Sports Talk Radio. He said, out of the close to seventy five years in the NBA, he's surprised they haven't been more than one malice in the palace. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, we've had other incidents with fans. Like, remember Sherman Douglas uh, punched that fan? Mm. Uh, he only got like ten games, but we haven't had full blown malice in the palace more than once, and that could have easily happened. It'd have been, it'd have been yeah. My, Definitely don't want Kawhi running in the stands. <laughs> he might, he might really kill someone. That's what I'm with saying. With his bare hands, as Rip calm some, as he is, pop somebody's head off. Yeah, he has giant hands. My chump of the week, and I actually have two. Uh, my Multiple two chumps. of them, Anthony Joshua. Cause you're a chump. We spoke about it earlier. Just simply losing, getting your first chance in America. You were talking all this trash about how you're trying to face Wilder, and you couldn't beat this dude who. Never had a heavyweight fight in his life. 30, 30 days. Uh, 30 days to train nope. and beat you. Eating uh, Snickers before the fight. By the way, a- Andy Ruiz Jr., we didn't say this. First Mexican heavyweight champion of all, all time. time. I like it. Very great pictures from that night. Then my other chump of the week, and you kind of reminded me of this. I still got to give it to Kevin Durant. Because you're a chump. <laughs> I know you all are gonna say I hate Kevin Durant, oh, and, and Kevin I low key, I am it's highly, even low key I am anymore. highly annoyed at Kevin Durant, and Beats it is Kevin Durant. The reason why I have him as the chump of the week is not even because of basketball reasons, because I really believe he's hurt. My issue with him is, bro, you can't be on the bench to support your team. Look, I know they say, oh, he's getting treatment and all that. Be in treatment, dog. Look. Dog, you can't be on the bench at some point during the game. Might be getting treatment the whole time. You can't make sure that the fourth quarter you show up and sit on the bench. You can't take a break from treatment for 25 minutes. Not if you're trying to play game five. That 25 minutes, if you need that 25 minutes, that means you really ain't ready. He's really not ready. Exactly. He is really not ready. But but you found found your way to come to the back when Drake Drake was walking out. (laughs) And talking about, uh, you know, see you in the Bay, Aubrey. You know, Drake, talking bro. all that trash. That's Drake. I'd have been cool with, I was cool with Clay Thompson talking trash because he actually went out there and played and got hurt. He was hooping. And was there. You weren't there. And you weren't there sitting on the bench. Dog, hates, sit on the bench with your team. Hates Durant. Take the heat. Dog, I honestly think Durant did not want to just take any of the, like, any of the, you know, vitriol from the fans. Hates Durant. No, you could sit on the bench with your team, dog. Every, everyone else does it when they're hurt. Everyone else does Demarcus it. Marcus Cousins was there. You make exactly. He was there. He found time for treatment and to get on the floor or sit on the bench. I mean, come on, dog, sit on the bench. Both Anthony Joshua and Ken, Kevin Durant, you all are my chumps of the week. Cause you're a chump. Let's now get into our sports-free zone. Um, there was another mass shooting last week. Virginia Beach, Virginia this time seems they're still trying to figure it out, but it seems like a disgruntled employee. Uh, But we're not going to talk much about this because unfortunately these are becoming more and more normal. I do want to go back to um, what happened in Parkland, the Parkland shooter and that situation. Do you know that the resource officer is facing uh, criminal charges for abandoning his post? I didn't know. Yeah, he is facing criminal charges, can possibly go to jail for years for this. I'm going to ask you this real quick. Should this be something that you go to jail for? 
for abandoning your post when a mass shooting is happening. Uh-huh. If you are a security person? Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. And how long if Look, like, I don't know. See now that I don't know. Cuz this this guy is facing a couple decades. That's a long time. Yes. <laughs> it's a very long time. And here's my problem. And then we spoke about this during the Parkland shooting and we spoke about it during other times. It's a lot of shootings to talk about it probably. Yes. Here's my problem. That resource officer, you know, of all those students, over a thousand students in that high school, there was only one resource officer. That to me, that's that's a problem. We see yeah. how many when you go to a, a local public school in the area. Oh, many, there's a lot of yes, security. There, there's a lot of security. There's a lot of police officers. I bet you there's probably ten to fifteen on staff at a given time. Ten yeah. to fifteen, probably. On a decent sized school, yeah, that's not like, yeah. So, we had in this entire public school one, and what was the farms that this dude had? Nicholas uh, Cruz. Oh, uh, this is the Virginia Beach shooter. No, the the one in Parkland. Oh, AR fifteens, right? Yeah, Big and gun. had a few of them. Lots of guns. Had hundreds of rounds. Look, I'm not excusing this dude to. I'm not excusing this dude for. You know, leaving his post, but at the same time, I mean, do you blame him? He only had a little handgun. What did Fifty Cent say in uh, in Heat? He said you could run your little handgun till Yo, it run out, yeah, and then I blow your back out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's not a yeah. That's like bringing a he said, a I'm spoon bring, to a gunfight. Exactly. Like you could only go for so long. So yeah, I, I look. I yeah. think honestly, okay, maybe. You no longer can work as a resource officer. But, That's cool. And you have to live with the fact that this happened. But at the same time, okay, I don't think you should yeah. be going to jail. And also, that is not your fault that that happened, ex- though. Ex- exactly. Like he didn't like he wasn't like setting out lures or anything to make a mass shooting. Yeah. Happen. Like this thing happened, and he was by himself. Yeah. And we, let's this also guy had looked like Rambo. Let's also talk about how, why did it take so long for police to actually get there. Because apparently, what they're saying now was almost 45 minutes. That's a long time. Where were the real authorities? Trying to get some... They're trying to go to Dick's to buy some guns. So, yeah, that, that that's my problem with all of this. And we're still not addressing the issue. We're... Those, those kids at Parkland and now other public schools, you force them Everywhere. to have clear book bags. <laughs> you, you force them to... Um, Think about giving teachers handguns. You're thinking about giving teachers handguns. You're doing all these... Uh, active shooter drills which is ridiculous you're doing all this stuff but you're not actually having gun control and actually using mental health professionals to determine who should have hold who should have access to guns there's no national database but anyways we spoke about this already i ain't even trying to get into it no because we will just talk about that for forever yeah yeah we, uh, that, uh, uh, other news uh did you see that clip of the Holiday Inn Express employee that uh, no. had an incident with a hotel guest? Nope. All right. Well, uh, let's take a listen to what happened. Uh, basically, a hotel guest called the front desk at Holiday Inn Express. I guess they were, had some sort of issue to happen on the phone. And the guest had some choice words for this black employee and so when the woman showed up the employee had his cell phone on 
and he recorded the exchange. So take a listen to what happened along the way. Me, uh, uh, well, fucking I need nigger. to stay here. My mother died. I understand that, but you call me a fucking I'm nigger. No, I'm sorry. you weren't sorry when you said it on the phone. I was, listen, there was no, but at home. the end of the day, and the climate that we live in today, society, I, I, was sorry. I understand that, but it's it's above me now. Cause I need a room tonight. Well, there's the best restaurant next door. Oh, please let me hear. My daughter's here. I'm sorry, but. I mean, I was on the phone when you said it. I said, I'm sorry. Please, I've been in a... I've had a horrible day And I today. had a horrible time when hearing that. You won't let me in. It's, it's above me. She called me a fucking nigger. Sir, my grandma just I died. understand that, but it's above me. Let me... Please let me. It's above me. I'm sorry. I got my the best card. restaurant is next door. Sir, the rest of our family I understand is here. that, but it's above me. Please. I She said what she you. said. So yes, that was the exchange. Uh, she said she called him an effing n word yeah. before she hung up the phone. Hit him with the the classic, thinking that she <laughs> hung up the phone already and he heard. And then so she shows up and he's like, "Nah, man, I spoke to management already about it. You're here." And they've already told me that be out. You're, you're 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 not here. Uh, he then had an update and he said, well, the rest of the family is still here because they had rooms they had multiple rooms. Mm. And he said the family is still upset with him. And the, the crazy thing is, is well, it's not crazy when you think about it. It seems like these people were used to their mother saying stuff like this. And probably they themselves say stuff like this I on mean, the regular. It, it definitely probably wasn't her first time that she hit somebody with the uh, the classic. As I like to call it, you know, <laughs> the class. That's like the uh, FNN is like the the number one go to for racists Perfect. for generations <laughs> from the beginning. You no, know, that's like going to Popeyes and getting like a three piece with a biscuit. Perfect. <laughs> Talking about Popeyes, I went there yesterday. It's probably amazing. Oh, so like Popeyes is so good. This is this is gonna sound terrible popeyes is one of those restaurants you don't even have to get anything you could just drive past it get a smell dog <laughs> popeyes just handing out smells to the community for decades popeyes man like uh, all serious it's foolish it's too good so i have a situation right now and some of you all know i'm not gonna get into it maybe i'll talk about it later but yeah uh yeah I, where I'm not eating the best right now but even when I was eating my best and I was working out oh I was still going to Popeye's once a week yeah but anyways uh why do we get the, oh we talk, so with this hotel employee so he had a new catchphrase is now it's above me it's above me I kept hearing that but I didn't know where it was from until now it's above me hey look man I don't know what to tell you bro <laughs> like should have hung up the phone first <laughs> yeah you should like that's all you had to do Oh man, that was uh, the, and what I like about it. Well, I mean, I would have actually preferred if we actually saw who this person was. <laughs> the camera was, the phone was positioned to him, mm. which you know, I guess for that's fair. That's look okay. That's per- that's the perfect way to handle that situation. That dude just gave you the blueprint. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that happened. Other news: the baby. Oh, okay, I'm excited for this. I don't know what you're about to say after this. The baby, I mean, he has a mixtape coming out, but uh, he's been in the in the limelight lately. He was at a club performing one time, and during the performance, was out here punching people. I mean, 
knocking him out too while he was singing on beat. That is impressive. And, Punching people, anyone can do that. And then he had another video that went viral, which I'm gonna let you all know. I kind of think it was staged and it, is part of promotion, but it still was funny. There's a guy who saw him at the what was it the Gucci store? Some high fashion brand. Yeah, it's fun. You know what? I did not hear anyone criticizing debate. Was it Gucci? What the store he went to? I don't know. I'm not sure now that you mentioned. It. I know was it like one <laughs> of those it, type of stores? I can't. I felt like it was Gucci he went to. Maybe, I, or it might have been Louis. I don't know. But he was at a high end store. This guy tries to run up on him and say, you know, he not tough. Blah blah blah. They get into some words. Next thing you know, the phone drops, and then it, all of a sudden you see, oh, this dude is a some now somehow outside of the store now. Pantsless. The guy's <laughs> pants is below his ankles. Did he like? Didn't he like poop on himself or something too? I don't know. It was a lot happening. But there was, he was his face was leaking yeah. with blood, and the baby's sitting there talking about, yeah, don't run up on me, blah blah blah. This is what I do. Now I think it was staged, but look, I cannot be part of that. Mm-mm. Look, you got to pay me a. No, nah, you can't pay me anything. Don't run up on the baby, dog. No, no, you cannot pay. There's no amount of money in the world for me to forever be known as the guy who got punched and beat up by the someone baby. and having my pants below my ankles. <laughs> like, like that was embarrassing. My goodness. But yeah, you know, so he's out here doing his thing. Um, before we move on to our Reddit topic of the week, your boy Donald Trump don't be rude he uh he's out or he should be coming back from the uk he went out there and went to talk to you know the queen and the prince or the princes who are there and other stuff that he was out there bashing Meghan merkel he was also bashing the mayor of london he even said Theresa may is a great prime minister by the way Theresa may had resigned will be out of there i look i'm gonna be really honest i do not know much about the brexit thing i know the uk was trying to leave the uh, european union Mm -hmm. and i thought they did but apparently they didn't i don't know someone can educate me and maybe we'll talk about it more next week but yeah your boy donald trump is coming back i think today it's terrible news. Terrible news. Terrible news. <laughs> it wasn't much traffic in D.C. You didn't see as many oh, motorcades. It's about to be the most traffic this weekend. Oh, true. The most. Uh, this month is Pride Month, and this weekend is the Pride Parade. So it's going to be endless, uh, endless people, these. endless surges <laughs> for those who are part of the uh, ride-sharing community. You'll know what we are talking about. So we'll be out there, you know, cashing out, I per se. Uh, anything outside of sports that you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, not really. Okay. Nothing that comes to mind. All right. Let's now get into our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we go on Reddit, we find an interesting discussion or article, and we bring it to the table for you all. Starting with you, Matthew, what is your Reddit topic of the week? Uh, my Reddit topic of the week is from, what's this guy's name? Uh, no clue what his name is, but 
James Harden is the all-time leader in attempted step-back threes with 947. Steph Curry is second all-time. Can you guess how many three-pointers he's taken? So, James Harden, number one, uh 967. And Steph Curry, number two, with... Okay, so I know the answer. Jeremy already knows the answer. It's like 400-something. It's 411. Like, that is ridiculous. Mind you, the step back, like you said earlier, before we recorded, Mm -hmm. is one of... Steph Curry staples. That's that's one of his moves. So <laughs> for someone to have more than double the amount <laughs> of the signature move, man, maybe it is maybe it's Harden's move now. Maybe we can't say it's Steph's move. So before we do that part, let's hear the percentages for the makes. Ooh. So or nine hundred and sixty-seven career step uh, step back three pointers. Uh-huh. What do you think James Harden percentage is? James Harden is shooting at probably a twenty-five percent. Forty percent. Ooh. Forty point nine percent. I was really disrespectful. You were. You I were was, I was really That's classic you though. That doesn't surprise me, the disrespect. But Perfect. Steph Curry, four hundred and eleven career step back three pointers. What is his percentage? His is probably 25%. S- 63.9%. Oh. So I'm, The disrespect continues. So I'm just out here messing oh with these God. dudes, disrespecting oh uh, Steph God. and Harden. Stop playing with my name. Man. Jeez. Wow. So they, hold on. So they, they should probably just shoot most step of the step back three pointers all the time. Yeah. James Harden does apparently only shoot step back three pointers, but yeah, no, that was an interesting little uh, chart that they had on Reddit today. Now, did they have any any other uh, stats from any other players? They have the whole like uh, they have a lot of names, but uh-huh. mostly just those are the only two that are highlighted, pretty much. Okay. All right. Anything else before we move on to the next topic? No, I think that's you know. All right. Let's now move on to uh, my topic of the week. It is also in the NBA. And it's talking about the uh, the article comes from the Athletic, which I'm not gonna lie, I don't have the Athletic as a subscription. Oh, this person, oh, they only have. A, I hate look. People post like the halfway I, link. I understand why the Athletic. I know they gotta make money, but I'm sorry with so many free sports outlets, I don't. There's no way. I'm not paying for the Athletic. Like I'm not paying for it. But anyways. They have an article and they they talk about, uh, you know, here's some context from the article. It says Kyrie Irving, who is serious about the Nets, as ESPN Adrian Wojnarowski tweets that uh, he would uh, represent one of the biggest free agent acquisitions in Brooklyn's history. Unless, you know, Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard then sign Mm -hmm. with Brooklyn. Now, several years ago, there was a trade between the Boston Celtics. And the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets acquired Kevin Garnett, Jason Terry, Paul Pierce. Talk about your boy Paul, P- Paul Pierce. <laughs> we'll talk about Paul Pierce later. But anyways. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry. To the Nets. Because the Nets were then trying to combine. Who was that? Darren Williams and Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. And was trying to go all in. 
And that first year, I think they got to the second round, lost to the Heat. Yeah, that sounds right. And then after that, that was the wheels fell off. The wheels fell off. Paul Pierce is in Washington. Garnett makes his way back to Minnesota. Jason Terry bounced from team to team. Joe Johnson ended up going to Utah. Darren Williams is out. No, Darren Williams is really out the league. That's kind of crazy. Did he retire? Tire retire? Nah, I think he plays like overseas. Oh, he does. I think so. Like last I heard, he was, but I'm not like. Like what happened with him? He just got out of shape from real bad during the lockout season. But this happened after the lockout, right? Uh, he just never bounced back, though. Like never, not really. And I think he got injured one time. Like, Man. But anyways, so the 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 Celtics though got a whole bunch of first round draft picks to the point that the Nets finally this year would have had a first round draft pick if they didn't trade Alan Crabb. <laughs> but they this was their first round draft pick, their first first round draft pick in years. And they traded two of them. Yes. And the Nets, by the way, were bad for years. Allowing the Celtics to get, you know, to get some assets out of those picks. One of those picks ended up being who, who did one of those? Jason picks? Tatum. Jason Tatum, yes. Jason Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, Brown yeah. um, And then all sorts of stuff. Now, everyone talks about how they were stockpiled. Oh, it even got them Kyrie Irving because they traded that pick to Cleveland to get Kyrie Irving for the last two years of Kyrie Irving's contract. Mm-hmm. All of that wheeling and dealing. And we mentioned it several episodes ago. But real quickly. We mentioned, and look, I'm going to have to start remembering episode numbers so I can tell you all, go back to this episode so you can really hear what we said from the jump so there's none of this like front-running stuff. Like We said this on this very podcast that after all these trades and acquiring draft picks, you know, all of this to get the star free agent, Boston still may, at the end of the day, not get the star free agent. And not win a title. Yeah. Kyrie Irving might be out. I am ninety nine percent sure he is not playing in Boston next year. We just don't know where. But it's not Boston. Doesn't look like it's going to be Boston. Anthony Davis does not look like he's going to be traded there because the Celtics decide to hold on to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown a little too long. I would have pulled that trigger during the season immediately. And then use that as hope that one of them is staying. Because at the end of the day, you are losing Kyrie anyway. Correct? Gone. He's he's gone anyway. Gone. <laughs> so at least make, you know, get AD. Hopefully things go well, which obviously I think it would have. AD and Horford playing together. Yeah. With, with, with Kyrie. You still got Gordon Hayward. Come on. Team would have been all right. But anyways, that didn't happen. Now, what's his name is out of there. Now, isn't this? It's gonna be funny though. And I say, what's his name? Kyrie Irving. It's gonna be funny though to see how the Celtics deal with all this and how the fan base deals with this because they were sold a bill of goods that this was all to get the free agents this year. Might not happen. And it might not even happen. So, man, like, you got any thoughts on this? On, on this whole fiasco or the? 
Like, at the end of the day, we know Boston won the trade, but did it really matter matter in the grand they scheme of it? I mean, no, not really. Like, and they kind of, like, fumbled it a little bit. Like, when you have that many assets, like, you can't, you can't just, like, lose them for nothing. And even before, like, this current team, like, they had a team with Kelly Olenek. They had a team that was, like, Isaiah Thomas, Kelly mm-hmm. Olenek. They had a different version of that team, and they just lost those players. I I felt, like, I felt that they didn't really get too much in return for just letting a couple players, like, leave that maybe could have, like, been traded lost or something. Avery, they traded Avery Bradley. Exactly. They lost, like, kind of, they lost a lot of players. and th- But they still had a big, like, team. But then those players... I'd always assume we get traded for something, and that never happened. And I don't know; it I, just seems like a lot of like missed opportunities. Or I like, feel like it's when someone stockpiles like virtual currency yeah. because they want to use it on a feature in a video game. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you're like, "Well, hold on, I could have just used the currency to get to this point faster." Yeah. Like and now I don't have like, and now I just have the currency, and now I can't don't use really it that much. Use it for anything else. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, I don't feel bad because I can't stand Boston sports fans. Exactly. You know, so I don't feel bad for Boston and the fan base that at the end of the day you're gonna end up losing, you know, Kyrie Irving, and that and the only player or star player you're gonna end up having is Gordon Hayward. Remember, we spoke about this several years ago on the radio show. How Boston fans were so excited, like they were courting Gordon Hayward as if he was Kevin Durant. That is true. And we said Gordon Hayward is not on the level to be courting that way. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're a hater." I even got I, I got called racist on Twitter because I was they were saying, "Oh, you're only saying that because he's a white guy." I'm like, "No, I'm saying that because he's a white guy, and you all are Boston, and you all love white guys." And I'm sitting there, y'all are treating him as if he is Kevin Durant, and this dude is a borderline All Star at best. Yeah. That's at best. Unfortunately, he had the the gruesome leg injury, Big and in, now it's just like this. This is the guy that you all are paying close to thirty million dollars a year for. I hope you all like it, Boston. Uh, we have some last minute news. We actually didn't get into this in the NBA segment, but Game Four is tonight. Game five is in Toronto on Monday night. Mm-hmm. If there is a Game Six. It will be on Thursday, next Thursday night. And if there's a game seven, the following Sunday, which would then be Father's Day. Yes, I'm getting the days correct. Yes, Father's Day. Oh, who? What? Now that we know the series is what it is and that Clay Thompson is returning tonight mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant is out for tonight. The season. <laughs> you say the season, he's at least out for tonight. I won't I actually won't be shocked if he really is out for the rest of the finals and they're just drawing this along for strategic reasons. But now that we know what we know, what do you think is going to happen the rest of the way? Uh, Michael seven. And, if it, and seven. if it goes seven, who's winning? Fred Van Vleek on Father's Day. Perfect. Look, if it does go seven and I know I predicted Warriors and six. But obviously, and I'm not flip-flopping. I'm just telling you what I think it I would happen. I flopped already. I no, no, flopped. no, no. I think, look, you can go, look, it's not flip-flopping. No, I'm flopping. I'm oh, like, you are. I don't think that, I don't know, man. The Kawhi is. And Kawhi hasn't really had, even though he's 
playing good. Very he good games. He's exactly he's playing there, very he good games. He has not games. had a he didn't go for forty five yet. He hasn't had a Kawhi breakout game yet. So um, yeah, I, I think tonight's really key. Tonight's key. If if the Raptors win this game, this is ending in five. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna be highly disappointed just because. There will be no more basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like, it will be if, a great end to a season, but, but I'll be sad about that. But if the Warriors tied up. Oh, let's get it. I think it is going to go seven. I think it's going to go seven. And if it goes seven, I'm still going with the Warriors because they have the experience. And at the end of the day, Kevin Durant really may be coming back. I don't know. I know just a few minutes ago I said I won't be surprised if he really is out, but I think he's going to return at some point. So, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Shout out to Shut Your Face for having me on this week. Make sure you go check them out in my episode that I was on with them. Shout out to DMV Dispute, my other podcast. You know, I'm the Quavo of podcasts. I should probably put that in the very beginning should of the show. Definitely not. What nickname that. should we? Should I use your your nickname that I use for you? No, you should not. Oh, are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, uh, okay. It's uh, not appropriate for uh, on air. Perfect. Um, and shout out to OSS980, Harold, D, Aaron, Jeff. Shout out to Erica Fernandez of DAZN and BSO. Shout out to Sports Doc Tasha. Shout out to Redskin Rundown, Hand Down, Man Down, Working Title Podcast. Barbershop Talk after further review. Uh, Locked on Wizards. Uh, that's with ben- Becca Winkert. Shout out to um, who the other podcast are we bang, bang with? Oh, Fourth and Thirteen. Um, Wayne's podcast. Hold on, hold on. I have the exact name. There we go. I have the name. Give me one second. Just bear with us, podcast. That's the name of his podcast. Wayne, Stan, and Julian. Stay Shout Wayne. out to them. Make sure you check them out on SoundCloud. I know for sure they're on SoundCloud, but they may be on other uh, podcast platforms. Shout out to Doll Parts, Ming Reynas, Eat the City DC, Trezo Beach, The Sandbox. Uh, you did a uh, you did a, um, a a tribute video for a parent tribute video. Potentially, potentially, I'll have potentially. to ask my parents if it actually went down because they went to that ag- that graduation. So we'll find out what came out of all of that. Um, but yeah, shout out to you and your 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 other endeavors that you do. Make sure you follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. It is at the sports reality and on twitter it is at underscore i'm sorry at sports underscore reality underscore i'm trying to get sports reality from this dude who hasn't tweeted from the account in almost six years i'm trying to get that handle i think there needs to be a process on twitter where you go then be like look this person hasn't person hasn't used it can i get there can you just disable their account or let me just get their handle. Something, man. This person hasn't tweeted in years. My goodness. Anyways, anything else before we roll out, man? Oh, uh, I think we got it. All right. Want to thank you, Matt, for everything that you do. Until next time, everyone. Sports Reality. Peace. <laughs>